Chapman, and welcome to back to the number one fantasy football show dedicated to Planet's Toughest League. I am Ron Preston, and with me always is the Prince of Plainfield, Terry Jovi. Terry, first things first, what's that song from? Uh, it sounds like a Disney movie from the 40s where they're just trying to terrify children. I appreciate that. That's solid. That's solid. But think of the theme this whole time with the beginning songs has, has something to do with the month. Does that help you at all? It really doesn't. I mean, the I can tell you October, the, it's the, the, the Russian singing at the hunt for red October. It's, so, two day, it's two months exactly till Christmas. I know that. That is depressing. Hey, so you got a win last week. Congratulations. Good win. And I think if I was to be right with this, you had two guys and both those guys combined were over 100 points on your bench. Is that true? Absolutely. How do you feel about that? I feel, I don't, I'm glad I have the guys and I'm glad I got the win. It doesn't matter. That's why right. I said about Chad earlier when he had a bunch of points on his bench and he's winning. I'm like, I think that's a good position to be in. Um, Chad gave me a little shit on slack uh, i took a little slack for that and i i don't know would would you have started cousins against uh the 49ers on a monday night primetime cousins against the 49ers no not in a million years but like i said before uh on your snake bit a quarterback uh just from the karma train yeah i haven't got it right once in, any week but but I think I'm in a position, and I told you this before when I said, I think I'm in a position to just start fields from now on, and he got hurt. Well, I I think I'm in a position where I'm just going to roll with Cousins. That sounds great. That sounds, so you trade for Sam Howell for me. You rolling yeah. with three quarterbacks? Are you dropping him, or what's going on with that? Well, you haven't been paying attention, huh? He's already been dropped. Listen, I, I – went into a, a dark place this week. Um, Is it because you lost my 300 NPR. I'm not even listening to sports radio. It's NPR only. I know more about Hamas and the Middle East and the Speaker of the House than I ever want to know because I've banned football from my life. Do you think that if you listen to a little bit more football, you wouldn't lose by 100? You know what? I'm feeling some some tension here and i don't want to say that hey let me ask you a question real quick who do you play this yeah. week this week is text week text week who'd you play last week i played mark puss mark. huh let's see the california tour circus trip let's see if i can get something going here for Puss, it's good to see you. Good to hear you. How you been? Uh, what did you right. think of Toby Keith? Uh, that was not just Toby, but that was the boy Willie also. I know. I know. Yeah. That's... I didn't know that you guys were tight, so I just decided to make sure that I, I put that on there. I thought it would be a good intro. 
my my bizarro story from that is we shot that thing in like New Mexico, maybe I don't know. Yeah, it was New Mexico, Santa Fe area, and my I was only in like one scene of that, which I never actually saw the movie, but uh, one scene of this thing. But we had to drive uh, a million miles to get there, and then they didn't have trailers set up yet. So to while we were waiting for the shot to get set up, uh, myself. Willie and Toby Keith sat in a van for about 45 minutes, just the three of us hanging out and talking in the back of a like biodiesel. A, was it a biodiesel it, van? It was not. It was like a Teamsters, uh, you know, big rig uh, van with eight, you know, rows deep. But uh, me, Toby Keith, and Willie Nelson sitting in a I van. I just see you like a big time and go, step out of the way. It's talent coming through. Talent, hold on. Back up, back up. I'm in. Get me in there. Tell me the windows were rolled down in that thing. It did smell uh, fresh in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad it wasn't like a two-seater. Like, it would be such a better story if it was like I was squished in between Toby and <laughs> Willie. Like, you know, that, it would, that would, be, it would be like Caddyshack where he's got the, the cannonball, cannonball coming. There's the joint. Here's the drinking. Pull uh, over. Ready. I'm already over. <laughs> Can I see your license? Ain't it back there on the back? So, uh, since you played Mark last week, could you, uh, Terry, can you do a rundown of what, what actually happened with your games since we are talking fantasy football? Do we need to relive this? Well, I, it started off terribly. As you, since we had video of last week, you you saw my reaction, maybe, if you were one oh, of the six fantastic. Yeah, and just a tip for uh, uh, podcast uh, uh, people who make podcasts: don't be watching a game from two days before in real time and telling us at length of what's happening in a game we saw forty-eight hours before. Just, just yeah. a tip. Just a little tip. Well, Ron kept asking for updates. I was like, I'll give them to you, but I don't think they, I don't think they're going to want to. They already know what happened here. Well, it was even better when uh, they were talking and they asked you a question. And you couldn't answer because you were too involved in watching a game that had happened two days before. Stupid game. Yeah. Well, I had a baby monitor, and and Emma was being difficult. And I had the game on. I had my beer was empty. It was it was rough. I was I was watching every pass go to to uh, Calvin Ridley, and it was just miserable. And I never they were seen anybody. I, I never seen anybody so stressed about having their defensive player get thirty eight and a half points in one game. <laughs> It, oh, I was trying not. I was trying to downsell that part. We're still a hundred percent for the league. If your defensive guy scores a touchdown, you win. So, are, if, are you sure that you're a hundred percent? There was another one this week. Do you know who it was? No. Okay. I thought, what happened to Statmaster, Ron? You wanted me to bring Statmaster back again. I went into the uh, darkness retreat after after Sunday. And I'm just popping my head out now. So, uh, Josh had a defensive touchdown, Jerome Baker, and he did win. And so, he won. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, as far as me and Marcos, I, I don't know what to do about Calvin Ridley. Uh, that was a huge miss. I felt like I felt like I was can't miss in the third round with going from uh, Cooper Cup and Amon Ross St. Brown. I was like, Calvin Ridley's going to be it. He's not. Uh, not even close. But. On the heels of my defense, and 
not on the heels of my poor trade for Sam Howell because it, once again I got the quarterback position wrong. Uh, as you all know, I had Kirk Cousins go off against the 49ers on Monday night. Him and Jordan Addison were on my bench, but lined up against my bench players were going off was Christian McCaffrey, who played 100% of the snaps um, after all the drama and picking up the backups and wondering who's going to play. And Mark was on top of the waiver wire, so he got Jordan Mason. I got uh, Elijah Mitchell and didn't matter because he had McCaffrey in there who had two touchdowns. Um, luckily, I had Cameron Bynum in there, so it worked well, out in my favor this time. But I, I'll tell you what, Mark, I was watching that game, and it's not fun going against Christian McCaffrey when you got like no firepower left. Well, you had the game in the bag by then anyway, because your defense crushed it this week. And mine laid an egg. I think my defense had been, I mean, if I have anything to hang on my hat on this year, which is not much, it's been uh, a gimme pick in McCaffrey and a good defense. And your defense has crushed mine. So uh, as per usual, if your defense does well, you win the game. I do. I'm, I'm there with you, Mark. Um, everybody knows that you usually carry one of the stronger defenses in the league. And when I'm, and, I, and that's one of my favorite parts of this league. So when I'm looking at your defensive players, every person that I open up scores 20 a week. And the thing is, you have 12 of them. So <laughs> I figure you're going you're gonna to get the right combination. And, um, you got to get it right. Yeah. So well, you, I, so, you sniped one of them uh, this week. You took one of my boys. I know I did. You, uh, me and you were playing the no kicker game. Ron yeah. was calling collusion to it, but we didn't talk about it. Collusion. I knew you weren't happy probably about dropping 2020. And I thought, I'm not sure about Cashman. So I so I picked him up and, and I'll just play it out and see which one of them is going to be the better going forward. And that was the curse of it's these damn national games. What was it about four weeks ago? There was a Lions game and Branch went off. He just was all over the field tackling everybody, tackling, you know, the coach of the other team. And uh, so when I had the chance to pick him up, I'm like, great, I don't care if he's injured. And then he goes out and he plays 50% of the snaps and scores two points. So it's, but you get seduced by these damn, when you're watching just one game and watch one guy, you're like, that's right. the guy that's going to win me everything. Yeah, and and defensive linebackers and I'm, I'm playing this – if you didn't notice, I played a 3-4 defense against you. I had four <laughs> defensive backs. So that was – and, that was and it worked. Injury. What's that? That was insult to injury, yeah. Oh, Just yeah. Uh, linebacker you over here getting smoked by a bunch of, you know, 180-pound defensive backs straight, <laughs> off of, uh, straight off of Josh's team from last year. It's great. <laughs> I don't great. think he had these guys. <laughs> What other games did you want to go through, Terry? Right. You said you had some some thoughts on some other teams. Yeah, um, so I, I made some notes Monday, and it was before the game about some of these, and I you know I followed was up this back at up work through them or at home when you were making them. these notes. I would like that to be for the record. If excellent, was listening. I just found some downtime in my day. It doesn't happen often, so I figured I'd take advantage. Okay. Let's just leave it there. Um, Josh and Chaos. So, University of Chicago's yeah. finest versus Chaos. Um, so Josh had his defense had ninety two points. Um, 
and he had one of his, which is good. 100 points is where you want to be. That's my goal. And he had 92 points, and he started a player who didn't play with Jerry Jacobs, uh, cornerback for the Lions. So he, he's got to tighten he that up. He texts me at 12.01, pissed off. He's like, the coach ran her over. I tried doing it. I couldn't get any. This is BS. This is – I wanted to – I mean, he was super hot texting me at 12.01 with that. He was, oh, at, he was practice. at practice. Yeah. and he couldn't – it reminds me of somebody driving down the freeway and needing to make uh, changes at the last minute. Don't you just set that stuff before yeah, your you commitments? Yeah, you would think. You would think. But, you know, the inactives, if you're – I think he said he was going from 9 to 12. Or nine to eleven thirty, and so you don't okay. know those inactives. But as a cornerback, I mean, how, he must have had a really good feeling about this Detroit Lions cornerback. He he loves but, Baltimore, and he knew that Baltimore was going to be throwing a lot. Well, the right cornerback to play would have been the one that was lined up against St. Brown because he had nineteen targets, thirteen catches. So that's and and he's on Josh's team, and he had forty six points. I mean, nineteen that's targets ridiculous. that's incredible. But I kidding somewhat because I did look it up and Brandon Stevens and Marlon Humphrey did not do anything. So I don't know who's getting all those tackles over there. But uh, Josh got his second win. <clears throat> so he has third his third scoring position, second and third scoring position players are on the bench, which now I know what that feels like because I did the same thing. But Joshua Palmer and Cortland Sutton on his bench, he gets the win. Um, and on top of that, he started Bijan Robinson with his one rush. For, uh, did you three did you yards. hear what happened? To so, him? Oh, what what are they doing? I mean, were they hoping to just give him enough doses of Tylenol and it would clear up by halftime? Why, why even suit him up? Yeah, I don't know, but it seemed it seemed um, crazy to have so, him out yeah. there and one walking around looking just. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. Well, it was a top-heavy win um, by by Josh because he had Lamar Jackson going off for 67. St. Brown had 46. And then Bijan with a zero. A um, couple guys on defense, Jerome Baker and Edmonds, had good games for him. But it it's always uh, it's always a good day when your defense or the team you're playing up against has negative points out of their quarterback, and that's what Chaos did. He put uh, Deshaun Watson out there who had a minus 4.3. Um, when Rodgers went down and that he is, got a zero, that would be the low score out of the quarterback because it's like hard to get worse than zero. And there's Deshaun Watson. I think that's uh, Povolino's guy too from Cleveland. Well, he's on he's on my team, but he's not my guy. Which is there's so can we just how many podcasts do you have to talk about the reasons why Deshaun Watson is not? I thought My you guy. and him went to a massage parlor. You're pretty happy with the defense over there. Is that there. not true? Um, I was sitting in a van with Deshaun Watson and a masseuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so Ron, so I don't know what he – I mean, he's got Russell Wilson looking at Chaos's team. And I want to I wanna give the mic to you, Ron, here because – You've been saying all year that you think chaos is smoke and mirrors, and um, he's just he's skating by with wins, but his team's not that great. And you play oh, yeah. him this week, so I want to know. I'm calling how you my feel shot right this. here. I'm definitely going to win. It's it's there's no 
I like my team. Every time I look back and someone wants to trade with me on, you know, uh, Tex was packaging Nick Bolton and some other guys this week for me. I'm like, I understand I'm in the darkness retreat, but I can read and he's out for several months. I'm not trading you for Nick Bolton. Um, Does he think you want to? Use him as a keeper. I, I don't know, but use uh, him. I don't know. I like the everybody but Devonte Smith. If I could find the guy who traded me, Devonte Smith. Um, the only thing that I like about that is I really like uh, Jordan Hicks. He's been fantastic. Fantastic. He's been amazing. So it's like, yeah. I want to be mad at that trade, but I'm liking that. So no, I think I'm going to win. I think I'm going to win by at least fifty points. But when I look at the standings and look how everything else is going to shake out, I'm still going to be in the bottom three. So um, I need to flip it. We're at two and five at through seven. And week 14 is when the, the last week of the regular season is. And I need to be five and two. And I think seven and seven will get me into the seven, eight spot here. But it's going to be super tight and my points suck. So, uh, but I will beat him. Um, Hollywood Brown. Cole Clement got zero points. Um, Bajan doesn't throw to the tight end. Keenan Allen and uh, Eckler against the Bears. That's the thing. Can the Bears travel to L.A. and hopefully the, they're just throwing the ball to anyone but Keenan Allen? Well, is Eckler healthy? I mean, it, oh, it's a Sunday night game, so hopefully he's not. Does it well, I think he's going to play, but he hasn't been. I mean, when Joshua Kelly is outperforming Eckler, then maybe there's something wrong. Yeah, no, I have some holes to fill, and I need to do something. But I do like, again, Godwin, Hawkinson, Smith, Lamb, Nico Collins is not just trash. They're, it's good. It just has. I haven't been able to be consistent. And one thing I know for sure, if I have a trash game, then I'm coming back with a 300-pointer. So chaos better bring his uh, bring his A game. Well, Ron, you don't have. I mean, in all fairness, I'll tell you where you're failing. It's and it's on the defensive side. I mean, you just raved about Hicks, who got you 13 points, and that's coming off at 35. So I understand why you're happy with the guy. But Marcus May, three points. How many times so are you going to roll that out? The thing is, when you start tinkering. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep rolling May out till he gets me a forty, and then I'm cutting his ass. I don't I think that's a winning that, strategy. What, if if I'm just trying to pick and choose the, my spots, I saw May play, and he was all over the place. He was. I liked his usage. I liked where he was doing. Mark, have you ever watched a game and you're you're watching? And you're like, at least my guy's doing something. That's why I hated Tremaine Edmonds when he was with Buffalo. He, all he was doing is getting blocked all over the place. Well, he was the guy who would run up to the tackle and that was already up. on the ground yeah. and yeah. help the guy up. Yeah, because I had him last year. Same thing. But, Ron, I'm, I'm looking at your defense, and it's the, uh, it's the, it's the puss layoffs is what it is. You got, you, got, you got three of my guys. Yeah. Started. Yeah, it, McFadden is a conundrum. That one is a conundrum wrapped in an enigma because he gets fifty less than 50% of the snaps, and every time I don't start him, he goes off. So 
Um, again, this week. Well, he's that guy that when you watch them play, you're wondering why he doesn't get more snaps because he's he is always right. around the ball. He's always making a tackle for a loss. Oh, and and not to sidetrack us, but if we're bringing up uh, uh, rule changes for next year, I think tackles for loss needs to be added in the scoring. It's not going to change um, yeah. anything, but it's it's a little oh, weird. Put, a, put an extra half point on it or something. Who cares? I mean, what about I mean, game, game winning kicks well, I'm just, for kickers. How do you like that? Mm. Anytime we can promote a kickers and make them more all right, important, good. I'm all for yeah, it. On the record. Mark, I'm watching this game and it's close, and I just got two points out of Calvin Ridley, and your kicker misses a 40 yard field goal. No blood. That cannot be right. It's uh, wind is factored into that, and uh, early morning hangovers. You know those kind of things. You can't kick, kickers have a psychology that's that's very complicated and difficult. And you cannot be judging them on a missed field goal, especially on the turf that they have, especially when it's against Chicago. Wasn't that a Chicago? Yeah. Chicago? I mean, come on. What kind of field do they have there? They work work very hard on that field. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of people that don't care or are not going to judge the kickers, I don't think that the Rams are cutting bait with Meyer, Meyer, whatever his name is. Bill Maher. Bill Maher, yeah. Yeah, and they're cutting bait with him, and they're bringing the Packers Crosby. in. What do you think of that? I didn't hear that at all. Like I yeah. said, I've been out. Max yes. Crosby's brother. Double X, Max Crosby. Yeah, I, I think that there should be a penalty for a 40-yard field goal that's missed. This is important to these teams. Uh, these it, it definitely hurts the team when they're in a position to go up by eight and they miss a field goal. Instead, they give the ball to the other team on on the forty yard line. I, so it's a significant change in momentum in a game, and there should be penal, a penalty for it. I, I'd also like to see the kickers get a point for when they do the kickoffs through the uprights because I think that's cool. So it, it is cool. Mark, last year I, I put if a kicker makes a tackle, that should be like a ten point bonus. Like any time for I, sure. And well, it doesn't get injured. No, 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 no. I want him to throw his body around. Give me the 10 points. I'll take it. But it's a 10-point bonus. Mark, a question for you as we're just going to vacillate between one and the other. Uh, we'll get back to the – would you rather win an Oscar or this league? Now, I want you to be totally truthful because I got a, a couple other ones. I want to see where it ranks. So – I think in terms of like uh, mm-hmm. resale value, our trophy clearly would, <laughs> would uh, like on Craigslist, which is fucking get me a, a a summer home on Lake Tahoe. So I think it's, I, I don't care about my name on it. I, I want the resale value. So if I win it this year, you may want to buy it on Craigslist because I need to recoup the money from when I bought that thing 10 years ago. It's been a long time since it, I won this damn league. You were parading it around San Diego like, like a, I don't know, big teddy bear you won at a carnival, but there you are walking around San Diego. I, I think it was bigger than my child yeah. at the time. Yeah. Exactly. Like, What about – Yeah. Well, to give Mark credit, nobody else has really brought it to oh. any draft. He's the only one. So he is a true champion for bringing it to the draft. The, like, it was oh, in yeah. the passenger seat. Did you seatbelt it in? 
I did the airbag. Uh, I, I had it uh, preemptively unloaded Good. so that it would be safe Thank you first on its way down there. Well, we know that you're texting and picking up people on your phone when you're driving, so that probably was a good move. You know, uh, that there, there have been few lower moments in fantasy football history for me than, than that. I still don't know how buttons got pushed that six minutes before kickoff, somehow I pulled, who was it, Mike Williams and... Somebody else, Brandon, maybe Brandon, no, Brandon Cooks didn't do anything. Somebody else that was of some value and ended up with a light. No, it was, I, I think I had some, Brandon Cooks and he was injured, subbed in for somebody good. And, uh, and Elijah Mitchell, who was also injured. No, he was, he was playing, but he was backing up. Uh, uh, yeah, McCaffrey. Elijah Mitchell. And then I panicked and uh, yeah. Over. Yeah. And, in yeah, Ellis, who was, oh, was, uh, Josh Ellis for the linebacker got you nothing too. And, yeah, and, and Eric uh, thinks Eric thinks you did it. Uh, it was just a big fabricated story. I, I'm trying to figure out what the logic was that I would throw a game <laughs> to give to him. <laughs> That's what and, and, I know. I was trying to think of that too. And why? And why would he be? Wouldn't he be happy? I know. Of, like he should keep his mouth shut. Like I could have, uh, you know, claimed. A Yahoo error because I still don't know how that happened, and uh, it was—I I mean, imagine the horror when I decided to check the scores ten minutes into the game when I saw Josh Reynolds score a touchdown, and I'm like, okay, there's eight or nine points right there, and uh, much to my surprise, an injured Brandon Cooks was in his spot. Wasn't it close too? Because you had to pick up um, Allen Robinson on a Monday yeah. night. There's some things I've learned from. Ron Preston, and one of them is that Allen Robinson just needs a chance. Sadly, that was incorrect. I heard him say it a few times. I heard him say it. Little known fact: uh, starting safety for Tex Week One may with eighteen points, Terry. So just also well, he's the only one that well, got anything out of him. It's, it's something. Um, so could you explain a little bit about your name change this year? Um, Puss Lay, where did that come from? Puss in Boots was something. Um, I'm, I'm feeding you. I'm feeding you the line there. Yeah, no, Puss in Boots was never Puss in Boots was never, never a thing. I think somewhere along the line, I decided Puss would be a version of a part I played that I liked over the past, you know, past year or whatever. So uh, Major, Major Push Puss. was from Nightmare Alley. And because my character's name was Major. And Puss comes from um, Mad Dogs. Because the original character I played in Mad Dogs, his name was Puss and then got changed to the cat. But the original name was Puss, which I liked way better. He was a um, badass, too. That was yeah. a great show. And that was a great name. So that's how it started. Um, so I was in a play, a one man show about Benjamin Lay. So Puss Benjamin didn't sound good, but Puss yeah. Lay sounds all right. So there we go. Mark, how do you, is there a way to see that? Uh, it will come to the States because, uh, did it in London. It'll come to the States sometime, probably around this time next year. 
Okay. Yeah. There'll be Maybe tour dates and everything. That's where we could do the draft. Wherever you're at, <laughs> and we all come and heckle you in the middle of your show. I'll make sure to have it at the uh, uh, Sewage Treatment Center in North Carolina. Camp the uh, place you have. <laughs> well, I believe you guys tried to plan the draft around a wedding I had this year, so maybe we can do it and set the time for the play start it, time. Uh, Eric wanted to know if you ever got caught driving over 35 miles a, uh, an hour. Is that is that just fake news, or is there a story there, too? Eric, I don't know his. Eric said, "What's your favorite Celine Dion song? Your Tina Turner song? And have you ever driven thirty-five miles an hour over the speed limit in slack?" So, first one, Celine Dion. <laughs> what are we talking? I don't even favorite, know what the hell we're talking about. This is the question that Favorite? Oh, my favorite, my favorite yeah. Celine Dion song, the one she finishes. <laughs> Tina Turner. Is it uh, Ike? No, Ike. No, Ike. <laughs> no, she does have that one. What's the, what's the, there's a good one. I'll, uh, I'll throw it up on Slack. I do like one. It's not uh, simply the Mad best. Max Beyond. Um, that's almost forever ruined. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Uh, you better oh. be good to me. Better not be. bad. Yeah. Or be good to me or whatever. Have yeah. you ever driven 35 miles an hour over the speed limit is the question. Um, I, I'm not even sure where that comes from, but uh, yes. And uh, I did get pulled over twice in one day, if that means anything. Didn't get a ticket for you one. you flirted with the cop? He was charming, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you think that has a reference to Chris Olave's arrest? Because oh. doesn't Eric have him? his seventy miles? Yeah, because I wanted Olave. It's uh, I tried to get Olave from him, and uh, he rebuffed me. And he, he was a bit put off by it. I don't even think it was. I think it was something in a Drake London Olave switch, and which now is looking fairly even. But maybe at the time didn't look so much. But uh, Drake London drives the speed limit at least. How do you feel about the trade with you and Ron? He broke it down, but I didn't hear your take. Well, I was I, I didn't want Devonta Smith in the draft. I, I wanted Olave. I mean, my draft was full of, like, getting the guy that I didn't really want. I wanted Jamar Chase. Ended up with McCaffrey. That was fine. I want, In second round, I wanted Olave. And you guys convinced him to pick Olave instead of Devonta Smith because he was vacillating between the two. And it was only the Eagles um, fandom that switched it. And I was sitting there pretty frustrated that you all convinced him to pick Alave. So I got stuck with Smith. And uh, I don't know, we were, we were, Ron, there was some sort of, I was trying to give you London for, uh, for Garrett Wilson. And then it, or something, some, somehow it switched. And uh, we ended up settling on that. But I was, I was basically trying to unload some defensive guys. Cause I had 12 or 13 at the time <laughs> I needed to get rid of a couple and I had some bad draft picks. So uh, I think you, you threw in Devonta Smith and then bumped it up with Jacoby Myers or something. You, you gave me the offer of Godwin or Myers. And fortunately so far I picked Myers. Yeah, 
and we settled on a deal. And that was the first trade, which was kind of surprising because there haven't been that you many really trades this year. You got Garrett Wilson, didn't you? I watched, What's I that? watched Tampa three weeks ago, something like that. And um, Levante David is everywhere. And I'm like, well, Mark's racking this up, yeah. man. He's everywhere. He's on your bench. He's everywhere and on I my was bench. Like, How did yeah. you not start? This is like a key piece. Uh, whatever. I've done a million times. That's why I was trying to get rid of my defensive players. When you have that many, you're going to pick wrong. And uh, the old guys seem like the least appealing to me. At some, some point, that guy's got to drop off. Really He's amazing. Is. He's been doing this yeah. for 10 years. Yeah. I, you got Garrett Wilson from Ron, though. I did. Yeah, Which, uh, and and he, my boy Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Both um, of them? You, he gave you both so of them? So it was Jacoby both of Myers yeah. and oh, Garrett geez. Wilson for... Uh, and Levante David. David for Devonta Smith, Jordan Hicks, Hicks and, Mc, and somebody else. I can't remember. The wow, Ron! Year, I didn't realize. I thought I thought the the Garrett Wilson was the bad part, but Listen, both of those guys you would be nice to have. Telling me this before, all right? And you know, let's not recency bias. Jacoby Myers has had a couple good games, but. Um, I think he was hurt. I think he was hurt. And it's as you said before, yeah. it's not my receiving yeah. deep receivers that is getting me in trouble. It's my shitty uh, defense. So, yeah, okay, fair you enough. You improved your defense. I mean, uh, and then you picked up Jamin Davis from you <laughs> and did okay. I almost, uh, I, I, Truth and I spent about three weeks going back and forth trying to make a Drake London for. Damian Pierce trade happened and it never quite got consummated. But, uh, and now in hindsight, I'm, I'm pretty happy that didn't, but at one point he offered me Damian Pierce and Pacheco for London and something minor. And he's trying to unload both of those guys on me yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. But I'm just not a big running back guy. I would love guy. to give uh, Jerome well, Ford to Tex so that he could have a uh, cream hunt, Pierre Strong and Jerome Ford all in that like he could have all three Cleveland running backs that just on merit alone I think that's good it's a good thing for the league for one guy to have three running backs on the same team why don't you uh ship him over another shitty trade like he tried to give you Bolton so send send your injured running back over for you know uh, Tyreek Hill play? Something. That was the only thing I saw on, on Sleeper came over that he's got a hit. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. A lot of guys aren't practicing. Um, yeah. Roquan Smith's got a shoulder. Tyreek Hill's got something unmentioned. I don't know. It's, okay. it's too early in the week, I think. You know what concerns me is Texas team is, what, four and three now? And so Thumbs McGillicuddy gave him a win in week two, uh, handed him a win, thumbed him a win, if you will. And I can't, well, even in that week, he picked somebody up off the wire on Saturday that dropped like 30 points and sealed him the win. And I think it's, I think it happened this week. I think it's happened two weeks ago or something where he's gotten these waiver wire, you know, he got a kicker 
maybe it was against me. He had a kicker that scored like 24 yeah. points or something. Uh, maybe it was Aubrey. He picked Audrey up at the last minute. Comes in off nowhere to get him 18. Yeah. yeah, I think that was against me. And he won by 11. So uh, there's some voodoo magic going on with Tex. I'd like to know. You, I think you asked Dog what his uh, like secret podcast he listened to or whatever. Maybe Truth. Like, like, does he have Goodell's number on speed dial? How does he know how to pick up these guys? I'm sure Pierre Strong's going to go off for 40 this week. Well, the thing is, when, when Eric was on our show, um, everything was great. It was the beginning of the year. He had a couple wins. He was doing well. And he said he was going to just be uh, – he wasn't going to put an offering out. And he was going to be good tax. And he's, he's he has teams named after the dark side, but he was going to take the high road. and. Anyways, he ended up losing by the the night Schwartz, and maybe he's back to this worshiping dolls, and you know now he's getting some of would that you, voodoo would magic you think going. Of our uh, our text trade uh, drop here. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once, shame on, shame on you." Boom, we can't get fooled it's, again. It, yeah, I have to give credit to Shiz for that, for, for making sure I got that. But he's like, I can't listen to that because there's a song, J. Cole song, or that's in the middle of it. And uh, he's like, I can't even listen to it without thinking of trading fantasy football attacks. <laughs> uh, speaking of something uh, that I wouldn't want to have happen to me again, Mark, how did you get stuck around a family table holding uh, Eric's handful of rings that he's bought for himself. There's been a lot of low points this year. I'm going to be honest with you. There was the, <laughs> the, the thumb issue, the, the, the drafting of Devonta Smith and uh, dropping Adam Thielen uh, in after week one. And, uh, and that was the lowest moment of my year. Yeah. Sitting around a table. It's uh, you know, a mother-in-law, you know, big into big into the prayers. God bless her. Big into the prayers. Sure, sure. I'll indulge. Why not? Sit down and it's hold hands around with the prayer. Like to to manipulate God to make me hold hands with those rings. Like that is a sure sign so, that somebody's in with the devil. Because he made me do it right then. Did he don them after you've already chosen your seat? Yeah, that's where I was wondering. Probably, that's... Yeah, he had probably crafted this whole thing. Yeah. He had put in the, the, the chair with the, with the cushions on it, so I'd be at the same height right next to where he was going to sit. He knew. He knew the whole thing. Manipulated. Yeah. Manipulated. Mm-hmm. Sound, yeah. Sounds like you need a, a van ride with Willie Nelson after that. <laughs> Terry, anything else before I get to uh, one last thing and or two last things, and we go into the our picks? I'd like to talk about sure. one more game from last week because it was a good one, and we talked about it on the preview. So I think it deserves a little bit of attention now, and that's dog versus intervention. So uh, intervention score outscored Al on almost every line except for tight end which obviously Kelsey goes 12 for 179 and a touchdown. Um, and he had traded Laporta 
to Clayton, who had 17 points. So 64 versus 17. Now, I said that I thought that trade was going to help uh, Clayton win, and I was wrong. Uh, it seemed to – well, he didn't have any other option. But the one thing that I didn't notice was I was texting with Clayton a little bit. He, he traded Pitts to Eric for a couple defensive backs. I don't know if you guys noticed that. It kind of went unseen, Ron. We didn't talk about it on the show. But uh, Kyle Pitts got shipped off to Eric for Jesse Bates and Buda Baker. So uh, I guess Clayton was in the market, probably wanted to get out of the pits, and made the trade with Dog, who had been trying to unload a tight end. But um, Waddle, Waddle looked like he was – he probably would have had a bigger game if he didn't go out and miss some time in that one. And, um, yeah, I – so it was an interesting matchup, and it went down the line. On Dog's bench was uh, Donta Foreman, who I know Dog has had a couple years in the past, but he had a monster game this week. Uh, 2-2 Atwell, he started over him. So 11 points for 2-2 Atwell. But it did come down. It came right down to the end. And um, it, the one thing is it's not a very dog-like defense when I'm looking at this, when he's got a couple sevens. In a couple three three eights and two sevens out there, that's not. And I'm sure he'll get that back together. But because uh, he's got he's got Landman who's put up 20 points, he looks like a good replacement for Troy Anderson. Um, I just I was checking in on that game a couple times this week, and it was a very close matchup, and it came right down to the end. Um, I was flipping back and forth between that game and me and Mark's matchup, just to, like checking on the scores. And uh, Clayton is stacked, though. I mean. Kamara and ETN are both top five every single week. You could go and do a search for running backs each week, top five, and every game that they've played, because Kamara wasn't there the first few, but they're top five every week. Um, your only chance really of beating Clayton, in my opinion, Dog did it a different way with a tight end that went off, but uh, you got to beat him on the defensive side because his offense is, is pretty solid, and I don't see any holes there anywhere. He's got two good quarterbacks. Now he's got a tight end, and um, he lost, though. And the thing about this league is it's tough because all the top teams lost this week pretty much. And this there's a bunch of teams that are 3-4, and 4-3, four, four and three, and we're just kind of beating each other in, up this year. This what I've week, noticed. it's like top versus bottom, right, is the way it's going to go. So I see it more of the same as far as it's going to be a lot of this, the – a lot of four, three and four win teams still in the middle, just mucking it up, just mucking it up. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Oh, you, just, do you have anything on that case? Or? Well, I was just going to say about, uh, about intervention is, I mean, it's true with so many of these teams like me with McCaffrey and um, Eric with, uh, with Tyreek. But if he loses Stefan Diggs, he doesn't have, the wide receiver depth. He's got some good running backs, but it suddenly gets dicey for him. He's got Ayuk, who I like Ayuk, but he's a bit inconsistent. And and Jigba, who, you know, one good game does not portend a, a future dominance. And and it gets uh, it gets a little dicey. So like we're all hanging by threads here. There's no team that's got, you know, it's just stacked top to top to bottom. If you if you lose one stud player, like who lost Chubb and it's kind of it's been an uphill climb. I think it's it was uh, man love, 
been an uphill climb ever since. Although he's 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 looking much better the last few weeks. Yeah, he's snake bit. Yeah, I agree. I I feel like our team's always hanging on by a thread, and when you see these big injuries go down, you're just kind of dodge a bullet there if it if it didn't fall on your team. But uh, so I got a question for you guys. I think we're on the right on the cusp of the NFL trade deadline. You guys have any predictions or see anything shaking out? Because the way it's been going the last few years, these guys are getting traded and and not only making an impact on the NFL, but it really can shake fantasy up. For me, I, I see um, the the guy in Green Bay defensive end uh, outside linebacker Preston Smith. Um, he's done after this year with the Packers, so I think we're, he's going to be moved, but that doesn't change any of the, the fantasy stuff. And um, you, we could see a guy like Michael Thomas uh, move. I think he believes he's better than he actually is in, in New Orleans. I think the most interesting one for fantasy is what happens with Derrick Henry, if anything. If he, uh, I'm not sure where he'd go. Like, I'm not, I'm not really sure who can, who can take that on, who needs that. I mean, they talk about Buffalo, but I don't know. Like Buffalo needs, that, that changes their whole offense. If they bring him in, it feels like mid season, but if, if he moves, that shakes up fantasy wise. Well, pretty, pretty severely, like whoever he replaces and then Todd J Spears coming in and what it does to, to Henry. Yeah, Tajay Spears, I've been more interested in than, than necessarily where Henry goes. I mean, especially if it's in Buffalo. I think Henry is what he is right now. They built that team around him. He could probably help a real football team more than he could help a fantasy team. He's just going to muck up whatever running back situation they have wherever he goes. You know, he's going to hurt. If he goes to Tampa, he's going to hurt that situation for whoever has white. But um, who's going to... Who's going to benefit though? You hit it right on the nail, right on the head is Tajay because he's going to get that full Maybe workload, that's and that's well, going to be uh, significant. Trade Jerome Ford for Tajay Spears because Tex, I believe Tex has him. But I think Denver is the the place that might get shaken up. I I don't know which one of these receivers are going to go, but um, I don't know that Sean Payton is really happy with the team that he's rolling out there he probably wants to make it his own a little bit and if he can get any picks for any of these guys that he's not clicking with maybe he can get some of the young guys like mims in there um or who knows seems like the real deal uh jerry judy's the guy that just doesn't is is crazy the fact that he just can't seem to do it he's like calvin ridley he's got all the the tools and just can't seem to do it yeah it sounds like he's Got issues too. So, uh, speaking of Denver, which, uh, you know, being um, more objective, you two, which team is full of bigger assholes, Denver or Cleveland? Getting Russell Wilson in his contract or Watson in his contract? Are you asking from an owner's perspective, like which trade was worse or just like. Just. Which organization to what, make those moves? What, big, what organization's a bigger asshole? That's tough. I, That's tough. I'm really proud of Denver, to be honest, because the Bears were in the talk for Russell Wilson, and the asking price was three first-round picks in Roquan. 
it's like, are you, and plus you got to pay him a max contract. So I didn't want any part of that. I kind of thought he was on the downfall before that. And I'm really glad the Bears didn't end up in that situation. Um, but Cle- I think Cleveland is going to benefit more from having Deshaun Watson, if healthy, than Russell Wilson can provide to Denver. Except we still haven't seen it. It's been yeah. He's got a, some kind of shoulder year issues. A year and a half. Haven't seen it. Yeah, I agree, and that's got to be frustrating. And when you give up that type of salary or pick compensation, what have you, for these guys, you're taking a loss at other positions that you could potentially have. So, I mean, you've got to be happy with your defense though over there, right? You got to like that team. It's Cleveland. Period. Well. So Giant you assholes. are not only giving two hundred yeah. million dollars guaranteed, whatever thirty million. He is like a bad human being. We don't have to go into everything. He's just a bad human being, and it's documented. Uh, uh, the thing that I do like about Dog being a lawyer is you have now all this legalese in, in Slack, where you see some of the uh, kind of the. Uh, Court testimony, and uh, I'm thinking of when they when they put stuff on the record, and you have 15 girls plus talking about how big of an asshole this guy was and what he did to them, and then Cleveland goes and gives him all that money and the keys to the kingdom. They're the asshole. Russell Wilson's a douche, and he wants to be with uh, LeBron James and he wants to be with his girlfriend and he wants to have a whole separate suite and whatever that, that doesn't make, it's not on the same level to me as it is with, with what Cleveland did there. Well, luckily we're stuck with him for the next four years. What I've been asking everybody, really uh, Mark is what'd you get right and what'd you get wrong this year? So I'd love to hear what did you, when you were going into the draft and going into the year, you said, this is it. What'd you get right and what'd you get wrong? Well, I mean, by default, uh, McCaffrey was my second choice and the number three slot uh, behind Chase. I think ultimately both would have been fine, but McCaffrey saved my season. Um, I still like James Cook. Uh, got him in that late, you know, running back graveyard land. And I think he's been one of the better ones in that late area. Uh, trade with you was good because uh, I, I got off Devonta Smith and I got Wilson, who I think can't get worse. And Jacoby Myers has been great. And uh, I waited on defense. and And just like I knew, I ended up, I think I've turned over 80% of my defensive roster from the draft, which just is another, you know, reminder that just, it doesn't matter who you draft in defense. They all, they all churn uh, halfway through the season, but I got a lot wrong. I mean, Trevor hasn't been, I don't, I don't know what I would have done different, but Trevor hasn't been what I need him to be. And uh, I've dropped Thielen. I dropped uh, Tua Tua or Toa Tua Toa Toa. Uh, I dropped Jamin Davis. Like I've dropped plenty of guys that uh, 
And I, and I learned somewhere along the line that you can't drop a guy and then pick him up in the next round of waivers, which I did not clear the whole league first. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that it didn't turn out to hurt me, but last week was Elijah Mitchell. I had dropped him at the last minute thinking, oh, I'll just pick him back up because I needed McCaffrey's protection and uh, couldn't get him again. Would you have picked up Elijah Mitchell over Jordan Mason? Uh, it was 50-50, but I didn't really have to think about it much because I knew I couldn't get him, so it didn't matter. Okay. And, you know, I don't even think it matters now. It, neither one of no. them is going to – if McCaffrey goes down, my season's done. Like, neither one of them is going to make up for losing McCaffrey to make it really matter, I don't think. Well, and the chances that you're going to – any of us in this league are going to lose a player and then – be the one to pick up the replacement and, and and that replacement also hold the value that the player you lost did is so slim. I mean, look at Eric. He lost Nick Bolton. Nobody's going to – Tranquil, okay, Tranquil might come in as a linebacker and have that, but Eric was, didn't have the opportunity to get him. He's gonna That is going to go to somebody else now. Yeah, I lost uh, Mike Williams, which I, I got him pretty late, and I was pretty happy about that, and he proved to be – except when I thumb-benched him. Uh, he was going to be great all season as my third or fourth wide receiver. And uh, there was no way I was going to get Josh Palmer. No way. I think that was his last game too. I think, uh, yeah, I think it was. I think he got injured next week. Yeah. Yeah. I had some tough, I had some tough losses. I think I lost five, five starters from my team um, this year already. So it's been yeah, it started, started with uh, week really one, is. losing my running back and quarterback. My keeper's been gone for three weeks. Just, just, uh, but it's part of the deal. Um, Mark, next week, I wanted to do a draft recap special. Like, going through the rounds, what we get right, what we get wrong, what we do. That was kind of the the thought it would be interesting to look back on it. When I look back on round 19, you pick <laughs> Adam Thielen in round 19. Uh, this 39-year-old balding, Adam Thielen. Can't run anymore on the worst team in football. And you couldn't wait to drop him. Um, just... Were you when you picked him? Were you pissed off that you selected him, and did you hate him all in training camp? And were ready to be, be, get rid of him just as soon as possible. I uh, I actually thought when I drafted him, I thought this is a remember when uh, uh, Tex during the draft, none of us wanted anything to do with AJ Dillon, and he made this big proclamation. I can't believe this guy's still available. Well, that was me in round 19 with uh, Thielen. I thought, I've never had him on one of my teams, never liked him, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm taking him and this could work out. And then he got two points, I think, the first week. And, you know, I, I said earlier, Ron, like, I've learned some stuff from you. Uh, one of the other things I learned is that certain quarterbacks are racists. I think it was Stafford yes. last year that was a racist to uh, um, wouldn't throw to black uh, – wide receivers well after the first week i realized that bryce mm. young was never going to throw to the white guy and so yes you know, i preemptively yes. dropped him thinking i'm not going to fall into this nazi trap 
of uh, discrimination. And, um, and then he, then they, they, they found peace and love and harmony and listen to NPR. And now he's, he's what top 10 Ridiculous. wide receiver in the it's league. So dumb. Yeah. We yeah. talked about it on here before the draft, didn't we Ron? that first show? I said, you know, there's going to be a guy yeah. like Adam no, Thielen that just, we talked about that. Too bad we didn't, too bad listen. We didn't listen to ourselves. I think you got two not points going week one. to Hunter Renfro, Adam Thielen. Um, you want to hear my whole dead bard list? Hunter Renfro, Adam Thielen, Alan Robinson, Henry Ruggs, and Calvin Ridley. Right? Those guys are all dead to me. All dead. Calvin Ridley bets on him. I put him in the second round a couple years ago and then quits on the team. And Henry Ruggs kills somebody like Leonard Little, like we saw in Slack today. Just ridiculous. And those three guys. So there's nothing that I, I don't know that I could ever pick up um, Tiffany Amber Thielen ever again. I don't couldn't do it. Do you, Ron? Um, you've had some wild stuff happen to your picks to uh, your wide receivers so this last I, handful I of think years. The years that I gotten them right they've been so wildly successful that it's like i run the table aging and julio jones back to back you had one of them one year and they were the top two receivers by far and i just blew everyone's door out you you had one of the most fun seasons probably uh before your fall from grace that year that you just steamrolled the whole league fantastic all right. Uh, we're... Well, that's my fear with uh, Shiz this year. He's got like three of the top five yeah. wide receivers. One of them, the gift of Puka Nakua. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Was it Josh who decided? Well, Josh that... is racist yeah. against yeah. Uh, Samoans. So, uh... I don't know if you know that or not. Um, Josh right? had Wait, the 12th, what did Josh do? Uh, did Josh drop him? Pick twelve. So that means you automatically get the first um, waiver selection and puka goes off for like 13 targets in a ton and so he's the number one waiver in in week two and he chose somebody else did he take hiram williams because those were the two guys i don't think he picked anybody that week and use it the next week on some trash can some freaking stupid quarterback all right. From uh, Iowa State. Iowa State. Well, Getting a lot of love. Who's this trash can that he put out for Iowa? He gets one catch and he's like, this is the next guy. Who knows? Okay. Well, because it's Iowa Why State. Why circle the cheerleader? So he, he's, it's said in his bio, he's caught one game, one pass, and one game against Iowa State. So you could obviously see that's the catch. That was the one. There it was. He got a picture oh. of the catch at that. That's it. That's his one catch. So there's him catching it at Iowa State. Good for you, turd. Oh, I want to give Al a little bit of uh, – we, we were wrong. That was Cooper, Cooper Cup's right. grandpa he, he called in the picture that drove that him Cooper around. Cooper Cup's grandfather was uh, just a, a sweet gentleman, nice guy, and amazing story. Yeah, that's kind of right, cool. Rundown this week's games. But 
Puss. Mm-hmm. Plants and Chaos. I'm going to go from top to bottom here on mine. Who, who are you taking here? Well, Chaos has fallen off a cliff, right? I mean, it's it's just disaster mode at this point. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give it to you, Ron. Nice. I appreciate that. Quick and, and insightful. Terry, uh, what do you Plants is um, chaos is hanging on the strength of his top three linebackers in Zaire Franklin, Roquan Smith, and Jordan Brooks, which I wish I had those three, but uh, I don't think I don't think he stands a chance against you this week. You you uh, you're drawing your line and you need the wins and yeah, you, you know took what? your shot. And I'm gonna the go. Thing with is, you. give me every other week. That's fine. You want consistency. You want to be able to say turd, good game to good game, turd, turd, whatever. Mine's all turds are all really good. So awesome. Uh, dog and Josh, UFC against dog. And, dog and, and, Josh, and I'm taking myself on this too, because I, I really do like the, uh, my, my chances this week. Pride goeth before the fall. So Dawn's got an interesting thing with this. Uh, you know, he got Herbert, which in theory is a great trade, but is he injured? Like, what is wrong? I mean, he's he's really been struggling. And uh, like, what's he been doing the last couple of weeks? 16 and a half last week and a couple of 30s. So, I mean, obviously that's not bad, but he's not the he's not the Herbert we come to know and love. But the rest of that lineup is top top heavy part of that lineup's strong with Brees Hall, Travis Kelsey. I don't like the the Robinson, Logan Thomas, Tyler Lockett, Zay Flowers, Amari Cooper, PJ Walker throw into him. I think I'm gonna go with Dog. Yeah, uh I, I'm going to just say one thing, and it's Travis Kelsey's lined up against Logan Thomas, and Travis Kelsey's playing Denver. So unless unless they're going to pull uh, Travis Kelsey halfway through the game, that should be able to make up for any damage that St. Brown and Lamar Jackson put on him. UIC got a top-heavy win last week, and he's got a blank spot in his lineup where the cornerback that he tried to play last week didn't play uh, until he – yeah, he's got absolutely. I'm gonna go with dog. I said about myself. I'll say it about Josh. Inconsistent. He had he blew his load last week. Not gonna happen this week. Uh, Amari Cooper. What do you think of Amari Cooper, Cleveland man? I've I've had Amari Cooper probably three years out of the last four, and he's a guy who. Will f- get you 75 and then four weeks of two. It's pretty frustrating. And, and now he's got PJ Walker thrown to him. This, There's no chance, no chance. Don't, no, don't No way that that, yeah. that, that works out. I, I agree. I like Amari Cooper, but if I was to start anyone on that team for a scratch off lottery ticket, I'd put only when Deshaun Watson's playing, People's Jones, so maybe you can get like some Hail Marys that he catches. 
I don't know why. I've got a thing for um, a lot, starting Elijah Moore if, if they're both healthy, but it, they're not going to. your PPR whore. Watson's That's not why playing, Elijah so. Moore is your PPR whore. Well, and hey, hey, they, might, they, they might have their first uh, 100% um, linebacker in what, Anthony Walker Jr. We'll have to see how that plays out. For, for fantasy football. Well, we've got the new whore. Just okay. Joke is the whore now. I think he's been picked yeah. up and dropped by half the league. Right. So he one sure versus is. twelve. He sure has been passed one around. unanimous again across the board. Best team top to bottom. Twelve. Uh, hard luck. He's got a lot of points, but not a lot of wins. But a, definitely a team on the rise. Does twelve have a chance to beating one this week? Terry, intervention versus man love. I don't think so. I don't think so. He's got Mostert, and he's not going to. He's not going to be intervention. Intervention lost last week. Intervention is going to win this week. Travis Etienne is scoring two touchdowns a game. I I like Brandon Ayuk. I don't think he's. I think he's solid and. I think intervention is going to get the win. Right. God, I feel bad for George, though. And look at his points. Seven total losses compared to everyone games. else's. He's got That's like got the third hurt. highest point total in the league. Yeah, I'm going intervention. Puss, what do you got? Well, I'm looking at this, and I, first of all, I don't know if he's doing some, you know, text voodoo, but he's got Thielen on his bench. And he's got DeAndre Hopkins on his bench. And I don't know, Will Levis is probably just going to throw to Hopkins every pass, even though he's terrible, probably. And meanwhile, he's got Kadarius Tony playing. So I think if he makes a couple switches, he's going he's gonna to make the upset. I'm going man love. Oh, I didn't even notice that because he's got Aaron Jones on his bench. And, El- and yeah, I, I don't know what he's doing, but... He's well, going to have to make some the show changes, here probably. And then does it by that. So um, I'm with you. I'm taking, I'm taking man love. I've been a big fan of man love. Uh, the team, not the, the word man love. I really enjoy a good man love every now and then. Uh, but I'm taking him as well. I think I see, and it's unfortunate because once he gets that W, he's going to leapfrog all of us, which pushes me down. The next one is going to be. And, you know, Hassan Reddick against Sam Howell, that's five sacks right yeah, there. Yeah, as good Guaranteed. as Washington's defensive line is, is as bad as Charles Leno and that offensive line is. There's no doubt about that. We're going then to Chad versus Truth. It is going to be a Nashville versus Nashville violence here. Um, Chad, again, as I said the last time, was the best of the bottom four of the playoff teams. Now he's up to third place. He's got a lot of points. He's got a very good top-to-bottom team. Um, In this against uh, Truth, I also went against Truth last week, and he had a pretty good week from everybody, from Mahomes, from Adams, um, from Downs, from frickin' all these people except for Cup. So Cup could uh, come back for him this week. I just like the consistency of Chad's team 
uh, top to bottom, he puts up points, and I don't know that I've seen from Truth yet any consistency, so I'm going with uh, Chad and Shiz to win this one. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to go with the upset again. I think, I think Allen on Thursday night they're struggling. Um, you got Kenneth Walker playing Cleveland's defense, uh, Waller playing the Jets, um, and Nakua playing Dallas. Cooper's going to, you know, pull a pull an AJ Brown to Devonta Smith and demand the ball. And I, I think Truth's got it figured out. He's been fiddling with his lineup a lot, but I think he's got a pretty solid lineup. Even down at the junk bottom with Downs and Bourne, they'll score some points against Miami. So I'm, I'm yeah, going with the upset. Bourne was one of those guys that I was going to pick up, except uh, instead of playing Rondell Moore last week. And he was, on the, he was on waivers until Sunday last week. It's not like you just throw him from waivers into your starting lineup. Truth. Terry, what do you think here? I'm going to go truth as well. Um, Devontae Adams is the squeaky wheel that A.J. Brown was, and you could I, I called it last week that he they're just going to pepper him with targets out, off the bus, and they did. Uh, they're going to need to against Detroit because Detroit's going to put up some points. So, And Mahomes against Denver, again, I think that is a is a – going to be a significant uh, amount of scoring going on Kansas City's side. Cooper Cup had a down week last week, so it would make sense that he'd bounce back. Now now Chad does have Puka, but uh, they seem to have been trading off weeks. I think that Truth's got him. And like I said earlier, the the bottom of the league's beating up on the top of the league, and it's all kind of evening itself out, and this would this would kind Plus of even that out a little bit, too. next here. You, you got Knights. Um, uh a pretty decent, uh, sneaky good team in Knights, uh, right in the middle of the pack. Doesn't seem to to really have any really bad weeks or any really good weeks. Just need to bring your game. You had a lot of points last week. How do you feel going into this game? Uh, I mean, I'd feel more concerned except I had a bad week last week. So you hope it'll bounce back a little bit. I get your boy Garrett Wilson back. Trevor Lawrence has to turn around at some point. The defense had a crazy off week. That can't happen twice. I get Quincy Williams back and TJ Edwards had four points last week. Like when's that going to happen again? So reluctantly, I think I'm going to win this one just because Knights has been on a, a bit of a slump. He's got a Thursday night game. He's got, uh, you know, Jacobs and, and Kittle are so struggling. And uh, Rice Harris-Samuel isn't a great bottom three. All right. We got you taking yourself. You know that's a kiss of death, right? Sure that's pretty much guaranteed. <laughs> so did we shame you into dropping some defensive players? Because – you don't have as much as as you did once before. I know. So you only got ten games. It's been it's been a hard fall. Like at some point, I figured, you know, I need a I need a quarterback for next week. Of course, I claim I have a quarterback with Desmond Ritter as my backup. But um, yeah, it was time to start focusing on offense. Pretty happy with my I hear you. 
I had 12 defensive players this morning, and um, I had like six more in my watch list that I think are going to score 15 points this week. So it is hard to drop some of those guys. I'm going Puss. Uh, Puss's defense had a little bit of a down week, even though they put up a fight last week. That doesn't. That's very rare for that to happen. And he he's got McCaffrey coming back. They're coming off of a loss, playing against Cincinnati. I think McCaffrey's going to have a good game. Uh, Knights. I don't. It's a, it's he's been falling, and I, I'm not real. I wouldn't be real happy about rolling out Curtis Samuel and Najee Harris, Rashid Rice. That's exactly what Mark said, and I think he's right on that. So I'm going Mark. And Ron, uh, if you wanted to trade for Tajay Spears, you have to go to Puss oh. because it's not Eric that has him. It's Mark. Right. Still want to give Tex three Cleveland running backs, though. That would be great. <laughs> Maybe I can give well, that for Aubrey Hepburn. Kyle Pitts. Never has one person carried a team like Tyreek Hill has carried Tex. And this is our next. Oh, my God. Do you know he's like 50 points better than the next wide receiver? Do you know he does it every year with his first wide receiver? He had Juju Smith that one year when he was getting like 19 catches a game. Uh, He's done it every year. He picks that first receiver. And you think it's not going to work. I think your boy um, – didn't he have your boy Smith one year? I don't know. He he gets these guys and you don't think – I mean, now you don't touch – Well, that's the next Terry one, Kill's Terry, gonna do it, you, and, you and Vader. He gets lucky. What do you think? Here's the deal. Is the, me, and, me and Eric, this is the first time we're playing Ooh, since the right. unfinished game that mm. I was going to smoke his ass. And this time he's got Burrow, though. And I got Chase, which I had both of them last time. Um, I think I got him. I really do. Uh, my guys are performing, and I'm going to I'm gonna call it out right now. For the first time this year, I'm going to get the quarterback position right. Uh, doesn't mean that it's going to be the highest quarterback scoring in the league, but I, I, I'm going to get the quarterback position right this week. My defense is... is been performing, and I think I have you, what you it both, takes to be again tense. are in the zero kicker uh, formation. So, um, is the idea, Terry, and, and I guess you're speaking for Puss here too, but bench your kicker, cut your kicker, grab all your team, and see if, if that can win. And at the very last second, just throw a kicker in there because they're a waste, wasted spot, anyways. No, it. It it comes down to the fact that uh, it's really frustrating that these guys that are clearly out, like Fields has been, they they said he's been out all week. They said that Badgett was playing this week as a starter early on, but as soon as Tuesday hits, they make Fields doubtful, even though he's already been declared out. So if you want to make any moves, you have to take him out of your IR spot. So if we're going to be forced to roster kickers, then I'm just going to use that spot as a churn and burn and, I'm going to manipulate my lineup with that extra spot that a kicker would be. And then once I figure out or put somebody back in the IR spot that I know is going to be out, I'll I'll pick up a kicker because there's, on any given week, what, 24 available? It's a good Time idea. A dozen. It's a good idea. So are you taking you or uh, I, I put you down for you. You said you got him this week. Oh, yeah. Plus, yeah I'm not, I know that you're I'm, a student I'm of the game. 
in the uh, linebacker spot for Tex, he's got Buffalo linebacker Terrell Bernard. What's your thoughts on that pickup Thursday night, and who do you got in this week between these two? Well, I think Bernard's about the only one that's been showing up for him besides besides Wagner. I I mean his defense. See, I'm picking uh, I'm picking Terry because Texas. You know how many proclamations is he made? How many Dave Wanastet uh, cameos have been made about how defense wins you the league? And this year his defense has been pretty much trash. It's getting trash. a little bit better, but. Um, uh, Terry's got him in spades on the defense. Yeah. So I'm I, going with I, Terry. You know, when Tex really feels the love is when everyone picks against him. And so I would typically want to just zig when he zags, but I'm going to take Terry too to get Tex Nation fired up here. Um, I want to make sure that. He- what was the, what was Chad's score? You said was the highest um, defensive score for- ever. The year or forever, ever? Forever. You said he got it. The, he had I think I had 143 this week. Marks 141. Um, you had 142, and it says single week all Double time. Double check your math. Um, is 142. I was just, I know you talked about it. I thought you said Chad had hit it earlier, so. I thought maybe that would be a easy yeah, no, grab. You can hit us back on Slack right with that here, if it's says, not accessible. Uh, most defo- defensive points for a week was you last week at 142. And it says single week all time is you with 142 last week. Are you just all time? So I said all time last in? week. I mean, the guy's right. I, was, I thought it was him. No, I, I just wanted. I just, I did not know that, and I remembered you saying somebody was flirting with 140 was all time, and I thought I had to be close. So, he he saved that for an hour <laughs> twenty minutes into the podcast. He's been holding that in his pocket all night. I was going to talk the about brother, the tush push, but I thought maybe. <laughs> Do you guys think that should be banned? Like, I don't. I think it's a football play. I. It, why would you ban a play that's successful for one team yeah, no, and I, other teams can't do it? Don't ban it and show more Taylor Swift. So can I, can I leave you both with this, <laughs> this thought here? Um, at the beginning of the year, the schedule comes out and my oldest son, Jacob, says, Hey, Dad, what do you say we go to a game? My friend and his dad would like to go to a football game. So I contact the guy up in, in who has Green Bay tickets. And we said, let's go to the Packers versus Chiefs, knowing that the Packers are probably going to get run in that game. But we're, we're going to go see Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. That, that'll be fun. Sunday night football. This week, I come downstairs and I'm like, to my daughter, who is a Swifty, and I said, hey, honey, you know that we're going to go to the game the Packers Kansas City game, crying. She starts crying. This is a a, a very smart, <laughs> intelligent, beautiful girl. She's like, can I go to that? She's gonna be there. Like this is a real thing. 
this is a real thing. These Kelsey Swifties, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, I hope this is, I, I don't hope this happens. So I'll take this back. But it, in the dark place is what I hope happens, Mark, that he cheats on her. They break up and the Swifties kill him <laughs> just to show what kind of crazy lunatics these all are. But maybe some other version of that with less killing type stuff. So um, you can have my tickets. So what's your answer? Crying, right? You have girls. You'll know it one day. Like, just, you stop crying. You could have the whole thing. And then um, you need to convince your brother that, that you, you know, the whole thing. But so. Uh, so who's no, going? So you're not she, going? She came to a cooler head after that. But yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely, it was definitely a thing. Mark, do you have any of that in your house? The Swift Mania? <laughs> Yeah. It's three hours. It, it's three hours. The air is, she already went. It's three hours. And she went to the concert. All right. What's your favorite song? Any any parting thoughts, Terry? Uh no, I, I don't have anything else. Uh, it was fun to talk to Mark. It always is. It's always fun to be on here with you, Ron. So, uh, I just I'm excited to. Uh, I, I think if I beat Eric this week, we might start seeing the evil text pop up. And no, it's, it's right. I can't wait. Evil text, like. F you, F it was going. Gabe had him for a little bit. Gabe had him for a little bit. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Does Gabe know um, the comments that have been? Because Eric posted comments on all threads. He posted it on the political thread. He posted it on the podcast thread. And he posted it in the general thread. He wants to find this kid. And then I finally, you know, when he stopped, as I said, I think you might be meeting him in about nine months. And then I didn't hear anything else. Because he's like, who, what did he call him? He called him some kind of, like, he didn't look like yeah. a, whatever sport he claimed that he uh, represented. But, yeah. So, it'll be interesting. Can can we get a seat for Eric right next to his favorite uncle on one yes. side and maybe on the yes. other side? Yeah. Uh, it, it, so, it the, is written. Podcast so, it is done. Sandwich. Absolutely done. Gabe and Eric next to each other on the tables. Oh, it'll be there. Mark, any closing closing thoughts? Great. So Jacob's getting married. My Jacob is getting married. Oh. Hey, 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 hey! That's not... <laughs> oh. Hashtag too soon. Oh. <laughs> Man, if if they have a baby in nine decisions. months, they're gonna have to call it Eric now. Ooh, it's, it's, oh my dog is Packer. Yeah, my dog is named Packer. <laughs> oh, you named the dog. Yeah. 
Looks Lambo. Like well, Eric be Lambo Preston. Preston. Would be something else. Uh, Mark, any closing thoughts yeah, that's for right. us? Absolutely. It's tough. And tough. even it's if a, you this run is away a tough with league it, to win you in. still have to run but the, the it's playoff a grind. gauntlet. Yeah. You don't want to finish. You you don't want to finish first, really, because you play the the number one and eight. You well, you you end up in the bracket. You get to pick, but then you have the hardest path because you get to pick, pick the winner of the two teams nobody wanted to pick, play. So I'd rather play the, uh, you know, All second right. choice. Uh, or, halfway yeah, through but. the season, good luck the rest of the year. Mark, don't be a stranger. And jump on that political thread, too. That's really good. It's really juicy. Um, do that some more. It's been turning into a non-political thread, the more that Eric's posting um, – Ice cream and martini glasses. Ice cream and martini on there. glasses. So bad. Right. Someone should kick him in the shins for that. All right, boys. Have a good night. Good seeing you. <laughs> Bye. Have a good night.